Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, we're finally showing off Nathan Paletta's Worldwide Wrestling. In case you weren't one of the dozens of heroes who wrote in to request it, Worldwide Wrestling is a rules-light, story-based wrestling system powered by the Apocalypse. And for listeners who might be joining us without knowing anything about role-playing, Powered by the Apocalypse means it uses the Apocalypse role-playing system, which is noted for being easy to learn and for its ability to create exciting, dramatic moments in role-playing. And we're probably being joined by new listeners because of our special guest this week, real-world professional wrestler Colt Cabana. Colt is well-known for his appearance on major and indie wrestling circuits, but he really came into his own with the Art of Wrestling podcast. We're on to have Colt for a guest, and I cannot think of a better person to help show off Nathan's system. Before we get to the show, I want to point out that right now, OneShot is running a Kickstarter for our newest actual play project that is inspired by professional wrestling. You can follow the link in the show notes to find the Kickstarter for The Dungeon Dome. The Dungeon Dome is an actual play project combining the style of professional wrestling with the storytelling power of Dungeons & Dragons. One-shot performers will be playing larger-than-life characters pitted against each other in player-versus-player gladiator matches. Just like professional wrestling, the Dungeon Dome will have stories of thrilling rivalries, alliances, and grudges with a complex storyline unfolding across season one. We've even based one of the storylines off of my favorite Shakespeare play. We've crafted matches to show off the competitive power of Dungeons & Dragons, making the most popular fantasy game a fantasy sporting event. I'd love to share the Dungeon Dome with you now, but unfortunately, I don't have enough time to produce it without your help. If we manage to hit our goal on Kickstarter, I'll be able to step away from my day job and pursue the Dungeon Dome and other one-shot projects full-time. The Kickstarter is live today. So heroes, back as soon as you can and help this project be the greatest success in fantasy sports entertainment. A quick reminder that Warda is back this week, Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. We'll also be hosting the one-shot board game night, though I haven't decided on the game. That'll be airing Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. One-shot heroes who are lucky enough to be attending Gen Con this year will be happy to know that the One-Shot 2017 meetup is a go. We've reserved the Trevi Marzio room in the JW Marriott at 8 p.m. through midnight, August 19th. If you're going and you want to do us a solid, please RSVP to that event by telling us you're going on the event on the One Shot Facebook group. In the interest of getting things started as soon as possible, we'll be thanking Patreon backers later on in the episode. But as always, thanks to all of our backers who support us on Patreon. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. And we've got an all-star cast for you. Uh, first up is one-shot favorite, Allie Barthwell. What's up, nerds? Hey, Allie, uh, I'm really excited to have you on this show. A, lo- a lot of people know that <laughs> Allie writes recaps of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Yes, I um, do. But if I had my druthers and infinite money, <laughs> I would pay Allie to write recaps of wrestling. You Just, realize you could do that. Like, I, you have mm, money. I need more of it. My I, my <laughs> weekly pay at the recaps is less than you'd think. Really? Uh, maybe we'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk maybe maybe we'll, we'll talk, talk about this and figure out how to do it. Um, Allie, you have just gotten into wrestling yes. like very recently. Quite. About a year and a half ago. Um, so I have to ask, do you have a favorite wrestler already? Yes. And, and who are they? It is The Miz. 
Man, I I am almost surprised because I I see you. I think it's it's not Sasha Banks that you you're talking about. Naomi. Na- I do like Naomi. She's great. But in terms of just like what I think wrestling should be, the Miz is kind of it. I mean, right now he's being terrorized by giant teddy bears that follow <laughs> him around and that he always thinks are his nemesis in hiding. And like, that's what I want. Like, I'm a fan of Naomi for the representation and like how amazing she is and that she was raised by drag queens. But when it comes to <laughs> storylines, pure, pure storylines, <laughs> it is the Miz. It's the Miz. Yes. Uh, okay. I, I can, I can see that now. Especially, it explains your Dungeon Dome personality yeah. <laughs> literally being just the Miz. Just the Miz. <laughs> okay. Next up, uh, we've got a voice that may sound familiar to you with uh, a name that might be unfamiliar. That's Jack Moody. Hey. Uh, so Jack Moody sits at the beautiful combination of comedy and wrestling. Jack is actually a wrestler, but I met Jack as a comedian first. That's right. Jack, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Uh, do you have any like upcoming shows that you want people um, to know about? Right now, I mostly wrestle in the Chicago area, Crash Tested Wrestling and Global Professional Wrestling that uh, both take place in the south suburbs of Chicago. So you can check me out there at least twice a month. Awesome. And randomly pop up at other shows. My favorites are the Lucha Libre ones because I get yelled at in languages I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack, I have to ask, who is your favorite wrestler? Um, my favorite wrestler to watch right now, I gotta, I gotta say, this is, and this is actually just because I'm going back watching it. Jimmy Havoc and his progress stuff has been ridiculous. Uh, that's kind of like a neck beard answer to give <laughs> but uh that I, dude I, is... I, I i saw jim like nodding in my periphery so like i know it was a deep cut <laughs> like, i've just been watching old progress stuff and like the stories they tell on there are like it's too good for indie wrestling like it's way better than anything else out there the stories they tell so that's why right now jimmy havoc awesome awesome jim we are on to you the Jim McClure from Talking Tabletop, from Satanic Panic, from Reflections, and uh, upcoming projects that we don't know about. That maybe. we can't talk about on the mics yet, right? Mm. Depending on this, when this airs. But yes, hi, James. How this is going to air very soon, so I'll okay, just cut well, that Okay, well, then obviously part. we can't. Um, but yeah, hi, James. How how are we doing? I'm, I'm up here in Chicago. We are once again, obviously, going to fight to the death there's, in another tabletop There's game. like no way that we're not going to fight. We're going to have to fight. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's going to have to happen. I feel it. I feel it pulling that way already. Jim, uh, we're playing Worldwide Wrestling. We are. Uh, which... I am very excited about, um, I have been like looking for an excuse to put this on the show for a long time. And, uh, you have been talking avidly about your first opportunity to play worldwide wrestling. I'm happy that it's happening here. It is finally happening here. I bought this book like a long time ago because Nathan, who we'll hear from in a little bit, is a wonderful genius game designer. And this, this is the wrestling game that the RPG world needed because all the ones that exist before it were just horrible, horrible shells of nonsense. Um, and this book is brilliant and I've read it, but I've been salivating over an opportunity to actually get to play it. So we are finally here with a very interesting, diverse group of people. And I'm super excited. Jim, we have to ask, and I know that this is a matter of public record elsewhere, but who Who's your favorite wrestler? Okay, so to answer this, and I won't take up too much time, but I have to tell a bit of a story. It's a complicated question. It is a complicated... No, it has one answer, uh, but it, it is a bit of a story. Because even though we have a lot of indie fans here at the table, I'm I'm a WWE guy. I like my WWE wrestling. 
And, and my favorite wrestler, uh, sort of, I'm gonna guess I came to prominence within, within WWE. He was known before that. He came from a previous promotion, uh, and he was a bit of an, an outcast, an outsider. Uh, some people in this room may know this man very well. Uh, and he, he sort of, he progressed up, and then when he finally you sort of- keep this short? Yeah, that's just the short version, <laughs> oh sir. And the Jim McCore short, short version, <laughs> if I've ever heard it. Thankfully, this is an edited podcast. He finally became sort of known and popular when he kind of embraced the more edgy, edgy Are side you on camera. Are reading from a Wikipedia page? Right no, no, no. Now? I'm reading from, from years of knowledge. And and this wrestler, of course, who I'm referring to, my favorite wrestler, is Triple H. Because he is just the absolute, he's the king of kings, the cerebral assassin. He is, he's the guy. So it has to be Triple H. No, Roman Reigns is the guy. That's oh, easy. <laughs> he literally has shirts. And I do not need to be reminded of Triple H Roman Reigns. So all Triple H, Ro- yeah, I don't want to ignite that blood feud <laughs> between those, the two most popular and well-loved wrestlers. Because <laughs> uh, that's going to take America's too long. sweethearts, Roman Reigns and Triple H. Um, but do won- not at one shot podcast about this. <laughs> uh, GM Jim McClure. The, the man loves wrestling so much he literally married it. Like, mm. how can you get better than that? Uh, well, I think he married a person and wrestling <laughs> is his job but <laughs> we'll, we'll pull back from that we have one more guest that i'm excited to introduce uh because i wanted to put together what i thought the perfect team of people one shot is generally speaking a comedy podcast for role-playing we are talking about wrestling which i know is very beloved in the role-playing community so i have a comedian a wrestler, a podcaster, the Colt Cabana joining us on the oh, show. Oh, hello. And you forgot to say my credit of from Wrestling is Wrestling, the story of Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> Where I threw a tomato and a brick at somebody. <laughs> hey, bud, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How Thanks are for you? having me. Yeah, I'm I, great. I'm super psyched to have you. If you are a wrestling fan, you probably know Colt from his podcasts. You might know Colt from his numerous wrestling appearances. Uh, but I'm just jazzed uh, that you decided to come and play a game with us. As I understand, this is your first tabletop RPG. Yeah, I've. Uh, ooh, I, have, <laughs> I have no clue what's what's happening. But um, also, right, I'm like kind of a jockey dude, I guess. Uh, but like, I have no. I'm all in. It's just something that never came to me. So <laughs> I have like no judgments on like uh, Dungeons and Dragons or or you know or. What's the one I'm thinking about? The card magic, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Legend of Five Rings is what you meant. <laughs> the card magic. Right. Say those words into the mic for that's me. The, that's, the one, that's the one that he meant, is Legend of Five Rings. Legend that of five people, rings. That's the one people know about yeah. and care about. <laughs> I guess I'm, from a total outsider, that's, you know, like I'm always super interested when I'm talking about wrestling, like who are the people you think of? And when I tell people I'm a professional wrestler, and they're like, I don't understand it. Usually I'll be like, you know, like Hulk Hogan or The Rock. So that's kind of from my world coming into your world. I'm like, you know, from that one game, The Thing. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I'm going to make a game called The One Game, The Thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to Kickstarter. Yeah. The the Outsiders tabletop game. Uh, That's probably trademarked. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, by Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. (laughs) (laughs) Bring in the comedy. Uh, Colt, uh, we have to ask, since we asked everybody else, who's your favorite wrestler? You want real wrestlers? <laughs> Any, like, yeah, anybody, like anybody, uh, so long as they haven't murdered somebody, maybe recently. <laughs> I, there's, I love a wrestler name, and I'll, whenever I'm on any kind of comedy podcast talking about wrestling, I'll always talk about a wrestler named Les Kellett, who, uh, didn't get his break in professional wrestling until he was about 57 years old. Wow. And he is the greatest comedy 
wrestler, I believe, ever from uh, Great Britain. And, uh, yeah, he, he wrestled all the way up. You know, he started getting a push in his late 40s and got his big break as a television star in his late 50s. And uh, do yourself a favor and watch some Les Kelly on YouTube and uh, and realize, like, how amazing comedy wrestling can be because he's the master at it. I am really happy that I'm coming away from this with names that I can look up and, uh, and learn new things. From. I, I also did. I'm, I have a special on howl.fm, which I believe is now Stitcher Premium mm-hmm. called Pro Wrestling Fringe, where I do, uh, post-produced podcasts and tell stories of weird things in wrestling. And that was one that I worked on. So if, uh, cool, you know, you can check that on, on the site there. Awesome. Finally, uh, the last voice that I have to introduce is the designer of worldwide wrestling, Nathan Paletta. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. We have been getting requests to have you and this game on since it was published. Well, not, not for lack of trying, but I'm glad that you, you know, decided to form the, the super team. I needed a super team. It can't just be any, uh, you know, wrestling fans who happen to be into role playing games or vice versa. You have to get these specific ones. It's a very specific curated experience. Yeah. You'll, you'll understand the magic once once we all start up. <laughs> what if we got the members of Vice Versa, Judge Reinhold and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Winters? What was his name? <laughs> Fred Savage? That would be too good, too, I think. That's above my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly above ours. Um, get on it, James. Nathan, why don't you introduce the system to us so we can start rolling on the game? Is that what we call it? Systems? Uh, yes, this is a role-playing system. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So we are going to play Worldwide Wrestling, as you may know from downloading a podcast that says we're playing Worldwide Wrestling. So what we're going to do here is construct a custom just for us, just for this table, wrestling reality, where you all will be picking a character, uh, picking a gimmick, as they're called. We're going to use... So the game tries to use not to lean too much on like wrestling terminology. And I'm a fan. I'm not involved in the business in any way other than just loving it, watching it, you know, and seeing how it works and how I can turn that into a game. Because as a game designer, that's how my brain works. Which is essentially a business, meaning you're in the business of professional <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a I'm backdoor. making money off this thing, <laughs> but I'm not in the business. Exactly. Yes. That's uh, that's how I like to think about it. You know, we'll be using wrestling terms. We have wrestlers here. and We'll try not to go too deep into obscure stuff, I guess, overall. But you're playing a gimmick and your character is a professional wrestler who is playing a professional wrestling character on TV. So uh, most of our scenes will be on screen or on stage where our imaginary viewing audience is seeing you all interacting. Like, you know, we're all at a show. We're seeing the wrestlers in the ring doing their thing. We might also have some backstage stuff, um, interactions showing off some of the quote unquote real life uh, interactions or relationships between the characters. And I liked when E picked up this uh, role-playing game as Total Divas. <laughs> yeah. That was, you know, that was See, great to watch. Secret. That yeah. is what got me into wrestling. I would not yeah. be here if it weren't Well, that's what we're Steve. doing today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, see, the, the, the secret of why this works is because role-playing and wrestling are the same thing. Just one is has its own history and the other comes out of books and a different culture. But they come together very nicely and I think we'll see that as we go. Yeah, so we're going to pick I'm going to hand out these sheets. We're going to pick characters. I'll explain how they work. And for the listeners, sheets is an inside term for <laughs> the inside lingo. Of <laughs> it's a sheet of paper. Right. 
And then, uh, yeah, and then we'll go from there. Then I, so you're all playing individual characters. I'm playing creative or the game master or dungeon master Ooh. role. So I don't have an individual character. And he's um, going to walk with the swagger down to the ring. <laughs> so we're we going to blame you when our gimmick doesn't land. Yeah. You can blame me, but can it's I up mar- to the audience. Okay. Can I marry your daughter in this game? <laughs> you better call everyone pal. <laughs> so I'm not going to be embodied in a single character. I will be playing announcers, backstage personalities, other wrestlers who don't have full, fully fleshed out gimmicks. But the focus of the game is going to be on you and your interactions. But I will be booking the show. And so part of how this works is once I know who your characters are, I'm going to decide what matches I want to see and what results out of them I want to see that I think is going to entertain our audience, those of you listening right now. During the game, certain things you do will give you the opportunity to quote, swerve the booking and change it to what you want to see. And my job is to make that look like that was the plan all along. So to uh, to the so listening you audience... You can shoot on people then? Is you that what can, you're Yes, you can, you can shoot on people. You can go for legit injuring as opposed to, you know, in, on-screen injuring or kayfabe injuring, if you will. All those kinds of things. And I'll, when they come up during the game, I'll explain the, the mechanism through which we do it. Most of, most of the mechanics are pretty light. Um, you're going to be rolling two dice, adding some numbers... And that will tell us whether you do really great, do kind of middling or with a compromise, or you botch. It's a, it's bad. Things are going to go out of control from there. So. so if you're saying the mechanics are light, I shouldn't have a tag team called the mechanics then, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> well, are they very wee? <laughs> are they small men? Mm, they're light. There you go. Yeah, so I guess we'll just get started with making some wrestlers. Yeah, let's do it. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, the I, was, first... I was making wrestlers over here. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Regretting my seating choice. <laughs> oh boy. Um, all right. So I will throw a stack of sheets, dirt insider term, into the middle here. I have them all if it's not. Is this I, our character or no? You, you can pick from among here of which one you want to play. You can pick based on the art. Like, I want to play this dude or this, this woman. Or Nathan, who is your artist for this um, game? There's a diversity of artists. The core gimmicks yeah. were were uh, done by Ramon Villalobos, who's an awesome comics artist. The season two gimmicks are... <laughs> we have a question in the back of the room. I'll, I'm trying to I'll get to you in a second. Okay. Yeah. Season two gimmicks are by J.B. Rowe, who's a Chicago comics illustrator and a good friend of mine. All these people are huge wrestling fans. And then some of them are done by... She goes by Punk Rock Big Mouth on Twitter. Uh, she's a great illustrator and fan who does some... Ring of Honor art as well. Awesome. The black and white stuff is by her. Uh, Ooh, I got hers then. Yeah. So did you have to license James Ellsworth? James this Ellsworth is pre-James Ellsworth, my friend. This game came out before well, James still, Ellsworth. You need to sue him. Did you have to license Chad Gable for this one? <laughs> <laughs> These were artists, artists Let me interpretations. Let that big beefy one. Yeah. Oh, I'll be right over. <laughs> <laughs> off mic, off mic. I've got a man already. <laughs> Um, so yeah, our, our, uh, promotion will, we're not breaking down divisions based on gender. Uh, it's a fully co, commingled kind of thing. You can play the character as portrayed on your sheet, or you can use it as inspiration and go off in a totally different direction with the actual physical appearance of your character. The gimmick that I was immediately drawn to when I was looking at the season one gimmicks uh, earlier today was the veteran. Just to read the copy that we have here, you're an established name, you work almost every night, you have a dedicated fan base, and you're ready to create an enduring legacy. I I, I just really like the art for this one, sort of like an older kind of... It's like... 
He's not out of shape because he's a wrestler, but he's out of shape for a wrestler. <laughs> he's got Dude. the he's got the the older gut uh, yeah. guy, but he's solid muscle in there. Yeah, exactly, sure. exactly. Uh, and yeah, if anyone has questions, I'm happy to like address them or steer you towards a gimmick. If you're like, I would be comfortable doing this, and I'm not sure which of these. Should we talk about the gimmicks we picked? Yeah, yeah. because I think this was written about me. I might have I might have <laughs> slipped this one into this selection because you were going to be here. Yeah, and I don't know why uh, it. The art just drew me to it. <laughs> and then I saw Hailing from Edinburgh, Scotland was one of the options. I don't mm-hmm. know if we should talk about that yet. But, of course, I'm going to do the Fringe Festival all of August, which anyone listening in Edinburgh should be going to. But I am the clown, and uh, you are the, you are the quintessential entertainer. You bring comedy to the ring and grease the wheels backstage. You may not have many championships, but you, <laughs> but you move a lot of merch. And you always get a pop from the crowd. And that, is that enough for you? Question mark. And of course, coltmerch.com is where <laughs> I will be selling my t-shirts and movie, The Wrestling Road Diaries 3, Fun Equals Money, a documentary about comedy in wrestling. And I think that's something that this, the clown would do. And he looks like Chad Gable. <laughs> he weirdly has a USA singlet on, but taken from, from the description, I think it's ironic he's wearing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Irony runs deep <clears throat> in pro wrestling. <laughs> and he weirdly really carries an iron, too. So I don't know. No, he doesn't. No, he, no you he, can't see that. He gave, he, gave Kurt can Angle, add. he gave Kurt Angle a Coke backstairs and he threw it at him. <laughs> you can add any additions to that concept if you want. If oh, you want. then he does Have, carry an iron. There you go. <laughs> There's some, uh, here's some dry erase markers if anyone wants to. You can use them. You'll be marking some stuff on your sheet. As we go, or if you want to draw on your guy, sometimes people do that. Because, of, of course, i, I got to go this direction. Uh, I'm going to play the jobber. <laughs> You're a nobody. You're there to lose and make the other guy look good. Isn't that right, D'Amato? You, <laughs> you may not have the fans, but you have a job to do, and you can do it well. How long will that keep you and your family fed? Mm-hmm. Are we going to get into specifics about what we're thinking for our characters now, or we'll get into that later? Let's introduce what everyone's picked, and then okay. I'll... We'll and Nathan, is that the one that you picked specifically for me when you thought when you knew I was coming? <laughs> no, I I I knew that he was coming, so that's okay. Why <laughs> that's actually one of my favorite gimmicks, so I, I always put it in the. In I the almost selection. grabbed that one, but mm-hmm. you got it before. They're I super did. fun to play. So I'll go now. I chose uh, the monster. Yeah, he is physically enormous and intimidating. You may have a supernatural edge or simply be mean. Either way, you make people nervous in and out of the ring. And I specifically chose this because in the artwork, it looks like a seven-foot Lemmy from Motorhead. <laughs> he's covered in blood and holding a genie lamp. And oh, I thought that was a, <laughs> I legit thought that was a banana. <laughs> I was like, oh. all right, sure, he's holding the banana. To me, that looks like a giant Rick James. Yeah. <laughs> I picked the anti-hero. You were the badass that everyone loves, whether you're sticking it to the man or telling it like it is. The audience identifies with your rejection of conformity. And I liked this one because she has a hoodie on over her, like, a- athletic gear. And I always want the women to have, like, hoodies and jackets. Like, I think that's so cool. So I picked her. And if you could tell by her knee pads, you can also play a great game of tic-tac-toe. Across right her whole body. <laughs> right on. So this is a great suite of characters that you've that you've chosen. So good work, everyone. You passed the first hurdle. We did it. Okay, so what we're going to do now is you're going to customize your character to be yours, naming them, deciding on what their actual, like, kind of visible gimmick is. Like, sure, you're the anti-hero, but are you, like, a badass motorcycle person, or are you more of a, like, 
you know, quiet, intense, deranged kind of character, however you want to take it. That part is up to you. There's some choices up at the top where you're hailing from and the style of your entrance. You can pick from the thematic choice provided or write in something else if you're inspired to do something else. We'll do heat last. Heat is the mechanic that measures how intense the feud or the partnership between you and another character is, how much the audience wants to see you two together, whether it's because they want to see you fighting or because they want to see you like as a tag team or, or whatever. We'll do that last once we learn who's everyone, what everyone's deal is. The stats, these are numbers that you're going to be adding to the dice when you roll them. The range is going to be between minus three and plus two. Each of your gimmicks has a little line that says start with, and then there's an arrow and it says like, look, whatever, power, whatever. You write those numbers in, and then there's an option usually to add one to a stat or to add one, subtract one, or something like that. Zero is like, okay, plus one is good, plus two is very good for starting for this session. Uh, Minus one, you'll be, you know, slight disadvantage. Minus two, you'll probably try not to roll on that stat if you can avoid it. The stats are look, which is your your charisma, your appeal to the audience, uh, whether that's through your physical look or through your your mic work or through just kind of your natural ability to draw them in. You're going to be rolling on look when you cut promos for the most part. So plan to talk. Or if you have a high look, then you should plan to talk is how you can look at that. Power is physical strength. The monster is going to have the highest power on this in this group. Uh, I can pretty much guarantee when you're performing feats of strength, throwing people around the ring or being intimidating, you're going to be using your power stat. Real is your ability to Twitch back the curtain, expose the real person behind the gimmick to the audience and get them on your side that way. Oh, it's not uh, the, the, the movie reel you sent out to be in WWE films? <laughs> that's a, that's a, in a supplement. That's okay. a supplementary issue. So the, the move for it is breaking kayfabe. That's going to be the most wrestling term that we run into. For those listening who, do not, who are not into wrestling, kayfabe, as we use it here, is basically the line between the fictional reality we're presenting to the audience and the, quote, real reality of your character, their home life, their work life as a professional. Real usually comes in if you really want it to. We're not going to push that too much, especially for a single session. Most of our stuff is going to be on the other three stats. But if you want to bring it in, it is an option for you. Uh, if you want to hurt someone for real, shoot on them. You're going to be rolling real instead of the other stats is the other uh, thing it's for. And then work is your wrestling ability. How do you, how well do you tell a story between the ropes? Um, how do you execute wrestling holds? How do you use your ring work to tell the story? Uh, so that's the, the actual wrestling part. So that's what those are for. You will pick whether you're a baby face or a heel because wrestling is all about good guys and bad guys. There's, you know, some, some, Advanced mode kind of stuff if you want to do the tweener thing. Uh, and also the, the anti-hero has a, has a move that let, lets you kind of mm-hmm. shift back and forth. But basically, and for the purposes of our listening audience, we're going to have heels. We're going to have faces. We're going to have dastardly people. We're going to have people who stand up for things they believe in, and they're going to be fighting. You can pick that now, or we can do it once we hear who everyone is. Generally, I like to try and have kind of a roughly even split. So for us, we'll two and three, whether it's three heels, two faces, or three faces, two heels. It, 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 it'll work either way, but we shouldn't all be the same. If you turn the sheet over, uh, and again, I'll run down this stuff, and then we'll pause and actually look at it and let you make decisions and answer questions. So this isn't your only opportunity to absorb this information. But uh, up at the top of your sheet are your moves. These are the specific things that only your wrestler does. There are other things like cutting a promo, wrestling, making a run-in that everyone can do, and that will be on a separate reference sheet. These are the things that only you do. 
You have your finishing move, which we'll get to, or an equivalent, like the jobber has a move instead of the finishing move because you're never booked to win. Um, <laughs> I'm loving that. That's uh, amazing. And uh, so if you're going to be winning a match, you'll roll on that. Uh, and then you'll either have another automatic move and you'll pick an option or you'll have a couple a couple picks to make. These are the cool things you do. You can pick just based on the name, based on what sounds cool. None of them are bad in the sense that none of them are going to put you at some kind of disadvantage against other characters or anything. As you're looking at them, the things to look at are if it gets you momentum, that's good. Momentums are bonuses that make you do better in rolls. If it gets you, you heat with other wrestlers, that's very good because the name of the game is to have uh, matches with other wrestlers you have a lot of heat with so that your audience goes up. Because the ultimate goal is to become the most popular wrestler. Uh, you want your audience, you have an audience stat, which I'll get to in a second. And that's basically your position on the card, how popular you are, how much merch you're selling, all those things. Characters don't die in this game. They're just fired. So that's the bottom end. If, if everyone, <laughs> if everyone, uh, if people stop coming to see you, you're out of the company. But the top end means you take the top spot. You have more say over your booking, that kind of thing. And the cycle is do well on rolls, get into matches where you have heat with your opponent. If you have enough heat with your opponent and you wrestle them, you'll get more audience. That's the name of the game. Which is weird because I, in my head, the yeah. character Scotty Goldman, the WWE died. <laughs> so, yeah, so perhaps the character will die yeah. but the the, the, the actor right, yeah, cannot yeah the actor if you will uh will just get fired so in terms Hopefully. of picking Hopefully. moves Hopefully. we want we're aiming to get momentum from our moves and audience those yeah. are like the two things we definitely want to try and make sure we get yes. something that does that and the best route to get audience is heat so things that say gain a heat with your opponent or something like that okay that's if you're looking at the results or look at the part that says here's the cool thing you do if you just want to do that in the game then pick that move and then we'll let it play out from there sometimes people are looking at the mechanical side what does this move get me um, or you can look at the fictional side what do i do so pick stuff you want to do it'll be great if injury comes up we'll handle that there's a little subsystem for getting actually hurt in the ring and what that means for your character and then the bottom of the cheat is mostly tracking information uh your audience what you how popular you start out at and changing that and then the top level, the plus four audience, that's when you get an advance, which is getting new moves, getting uh, getting a ballet, or um, raising your stats. It's character advancement. I um, want a jobber that has a ballet. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that can be oh, your that, be uh, that can be your ultimate goal. <laughs> like a really really hot lady. For <laughs> So Never, I, or just a no dog. Idea how a dog. <laughs> I would love if your valet was just a dog. <laughs> a dog that wins matches instead of you. That I just can't it. find a center like yeah. that. So I have to win, win, but at least the I have only Willie. matches you can win are the ones your dog has to intervene on. <laughs> guys, I would watch that. I'm oh. telling you guys. The superstar is like, is no one going to take this dog to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'll do it. Count out win. You're <laughs> Hey, heroes, we're taking just a quick minute in the middle of the show to thank some of our individual backers on Patreon. Arena, thank you. Tim Klein... Kleinsch? Kleinschmidt. Thank you. Kyle Brown, thank you. Corinne Taylor. Corinne Taylor. Thank you. Definitely thanked before, but thank you again, Corinne. Tim Parkinson, thank you. Caleb O'Brien, thank you. Jeffrey Grant, thank you. Jacob Legat, thank you. Thanks, Jacob. Abby Gavitt! Abby Gavitt! Abby Gavitt! Abby is another fantastically talented artist. So, so talented. Follow her on Twitter. I think she's actually pretty difficult to follow because her Twitter name is ABBYWing, separated by slashes. Yes. So it's hard to type in. 
but she's great. She's she's worth figuring that out. Well, is that actually her name though? Her name is Prosodi. So P R O S O D I. Yeah. Follow That's... her. She she produces great art. Some of it is campaign themed. It's always wonderful. But most of it's just not most of it, but a lot of it is very Star Wars it's, relevant. She does a lot of Star Wars stuff, and recently a whole string of Johnny Dollar themed things. Oh, that's true. So if you're if you're in the very small Venn diagram of Cat and I, where you <laughs> love Star Wars and also Johnny Dollar a whole bunch, uh, you're really gonna like that Twitter. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon, and with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. Yeah, so that was a bunch of words. Are there any <laughs> questions at this point or clarifications? I Anything can make? else we have to check off or add numbers? <laughs> um, <laughs> is that your Russian character, Chekhov? <laughs> <laughs> On your audience, um, yes. there's a sentence that says, you start and reset to audience is plus yep. two probably or plus one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So just put a check mark in next to that box. Okay. Because that's where you, that's, that's like where our, you start. Is there like a little tracker? I like, yeah. I, think I, okay. I like Chekhov as a gimmick because if he wrestles in the first match, you know he's going to appear in the third match. <laughs> <laughs> as a surprise. Oh spoiler. man, I feel that that's how like non wrestling fans, <laughs> I got that joke just like how non wrestling fans listening to this. <laughs> I know that has something to do with something. <laughs> so I, I've got my uh, wrestler ready. Uh, how's everybody else feeling about theirs? Feeling pretty good. Let's start with Allie, and we'll go back around the table and go ahead and introduce us to your character uh, name, kind of their, their general gimmick and whatnot. You don't need to go through all the stats and stuff. Yeah. And if you have any ideas about their presentation or how the audience views them as we start, um, you can share those with us as well. Yeah. Hailing from Detroit, Michigan, it's Mean Latifah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes! Uh, mean Latifah is a former background dancer on the Formation Tour who has come to wrestling to have a revolution. Yes. Yeah, that's Excellent. what I got. Uh, do you have an idea about whether you'd like to be a babyface or a heel? I think she probably starts off as a heel. All right. Based on how, what the anti-hero is. Mm-hmm. Probably starts off as a heel. Right on. Okay, so I'm going to, as we learn what that is, I'm going to hand out these cards. These are to keep track of whether you are currently a babyface or a heel. If you want to make a dramatic turn, you can pick up your card dramatically and turn it over and Ooh. slam it down <laughs> on the ground so that we all know. The, the information on the card is also... Uh, how the move works because there's a specific move. The moves are the the mechanics. So there's a specific heel move that you'll be able to make if you have enough momentum. I'll go over how it works once we get into the actual game. But that's the text. See, there in, we go. In my head, Mean Latifah used to be a huge baby face, but then she did that movie in a taxi cab with Jimmy Fallon <laughs> and a career with the shit. Now here she is. This is the return to her. Yeah. Get back up in the pop culture. Awesome. So, Mean Latifah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, my guy is Satan. <laughs> yes! Um, and he's from hell. <laughs> well, clearly. Uh, he's pretty mysterious. That's all you need to know. <laughs> all right. Oh, he's, uh, he's definitely a heel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Satan? <laughs> like, okay. Like, like Satan, literal? Like heel. literal Satan? Yeah. just Satan? Like actual? He's the actual Christian devil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good to know. James, real quick, are you going to go face or heel? I'm going face. Okay. Good, good, good. All right. Because um, we have to have a heel job or two. Why not? Uh, yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm I'm Bob. 
uh, I won a contest on the back of a cereal box, and they've now allowed me to wrestle. Uh, <laughs> so I'm really excited to be here, everyone, and I'm excited to have my first couple matches. Uh, Bob uh, regularly gets booed and trash thrown at him from the audience because when he won this contest, he's like, oh, I need like wrestling gear. So he just put on whatever he had, which is an NWO shirt. Um, so he always comes out to ring wearing the NWO shirt, and for some reason, people keep throwing trash at him. Bob is going to die. Bob <laughs> is going to die. On most nights, yes. See, you I w- should be aw- aware of this. I wish Bob got his gear from, uh, you know when you used to put your hand in the cereal boxes and pick stuff out oh, of yeah. it? <laughs> but that would, and that would be, we live in a world where there's like t-shirts in and gi- shoes yeah, yeah, yeah. and cereal boxes. I feel it, we it can live in that world. This is a fictional world. Yeah. So many Just so we know the rules of this world. Bob found a career in his cereal box. It was a contract. <laughs> no, all he wears is just a whistle. <laughs> instead of money in the, and a whistle. And instead of money Not in the bank, it's contract in the box. Contract in the box. That's a signature match. I like to think Bob didn't even buy the cereal. He was at somebody else's house for sure. opened it <laughs> absolutely absolutely and they were like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> okay so my i was the the clown so my character his real name is chuckles p hamburger but his wrestling name is mike jones <laughs> <laughs> yes. and uh he's the he's the comedy guy uh he's silly and co- uh, comedical and um it, it's, he's he hails from edinburgh scotland of course but he's really just from schaumburg illinois uh <laughs> but he says edinburgh scotland because he just wants to promote colton brendan's comedy show at the edinburgh fringe uh <laughs> august 5th through the 27th <laughs> where they watch bad wrestling and do commentary over it we have an inter this is a uh intersectional fictional world uh with Everyone, if anyone else has stuff to promote that they want to link into their character, <laughs> feel free. Oh, an then, appropriate venue. Then Meme Latifah's <laughs> Twitter is at WTF. <laughs> Follow All along, right. nerds. <laughs> All right. So, and you're, you're going to start us off as a baby face. I'm a baby face. Mike Jones. Mike Who? Jones. Mike Jones. So when you stand up for stuff you believe in, you can do. My wrestler's name is Cool Dad. Uh, he started <laughs> off his career as a heel. Dad. Um, <laughs> Where he would shut down matches that he didn't approve of right. and whatnot, but uh, send everyone home for curfew. Uh, around like a decade ago, he had a face turn to Cool Dad, <laughs> where he's extremely permissive of things and very supportive to to different wrestlers and the audience writ large. Oh, how much did he love that Buzzfeed when they said uh, dad bodies were a thing? Uh, yeah, I mean he was <laughs> the, the, the trigger for the turn. Right, he was clearly. the sexiest man alive right. when that came. What out. a day! What yeah. a day for Cool Dad. His catchphrase is just, uh, "Well, if you're gonna drink, might as well do it here." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a shirt actually. <laughs> So we can expect every dad joke is is what you're telling us. Uh, we'll be disappointed yes. if you do not supply. Yeah. Uh, they're dad just jokes, jokes okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, he doesn't know what you're talking about. They're just good jokes. Right. <laughs> we have the possibility of a dad versus Satan match. Just saying <laughs> that has now been brought to the table really? by these characters. Awesome. Uh, so you're all, you know, you're all part of the roster uh, of our of our promotion, which we'll de- build out in a minute. But uh, this isn't the first time we're seeing you. Uh, our audience has seen you before in some some kind of uh, uh, in some over some storylines, maybe in other promotions. And you came in, whatever it may be. So we're going to build a little backstory, and the way we do that is through the heat questions that are uh, lower quadrant of your sheet. So how this works is you're going to pick. I think what we'll do today is you'll go ahead and pick two of your questions, okay, um, and you'll 
ask the table, um, uh, what, whatever the, the one it is, someone volunteers to answer. Uh, if you want to be involved with Cool Dad in this way, then you should volunteer. We'll talk a little bit about what that means. And you, the person asking the question, will uh, start out, will add plus one heat with whoever answered you. Okay, cool. Um, Dad. <laughs> so we'll go back around. We'll start off with James to, to ask two so questions. So if we think that we're the answer to that question, we should say ourselves. Correct. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, I guess my first question is, who is my protege? Who is Cool Dad's protege? It's got to be me, right? <laughs> oh, God, you're such a disappointment. <laughs> I keep trying to look after you, though. Wait, is protege below or above? That's below. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're definitely a dad. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, I've got to be, like, yeah, I've got to be your protege, right? Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah, because you're, 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 you're the veteran. I'm the one that's came in. You, you saw me get, like, totally destroyed, worse than a jobber should get destroyed. Mm -hmm. And then you were like, okay, he's clearly going to be here because the cereal box dictated he's got a six-month contract. I think all the backstage promotions are you getting bullied. So, like, it's perfect. Okay, it's yeah, perfect. exactly. Also, exactly. I feel like Bob, like, he has kids, but uh, he's very distant from him because the mom <laughs> moved away. Mm. And, like, now he's trying to win the approval. Right. Of, and the uh, kids were trying to win that contract out of the cereal box. And he was like, get away. It's my cereal And that's why you're Allegedly? a heel. Yep. Allegedly. Okay. I bought the cereal, if we're being fair. That's a very dad answer. Well, I bought everything <laughs> yeah. in this house. Right. Now, this is how you get your kids to love you. It's like, I'm going to win the championship so my kids love me. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, real quick, these boxes bottom left, that's where we're writing in names and how much heat we have. Is yeah, that correct? That yeah. is the intention, yeah. Okay. Write everybody's name here. I'm confused by that. Okay, so this you're going to write essentially the names of all of the other players, and then you keep track of how much heat you have, like one, two, uh, however many, however much heat you have. Yeah, heat, heat's going to be a number between zero and four. Yeah. Um, so should I write everyone's name? Yes. Yeah. Because well, yeah. should we say our own names again? Or? Yeah, let's go around and, and do everyone's uh, uh, character yeah, name again. Uh, Satan. <laughs> He's Satan. Satan. I'm Bob. Uh, Queen, Lat uh, Queen. Mean Latifah. Oh, mean. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that three times. Yeah. Mean Latifah. Latifah. Uh, dad. Uh, cool dad. Yeah. <laughs> no, please, I'm cool dad. I'm yeah. Cool dad. And I was Mike Jones, MJ for short. Sure. <laughs> so do I have to write something now? Do I have to write cool dad as a thing? Do you have heat? Oh, only if you, you get heat you with you so like Where we made that connection, yeah. now we have heat with each other. Right. When you connect with someone, just like what we did. As far so as you story, guys you both have heat. a one. He has a one. Oh, I don't get the one. You don't I get misunderstood the one. that. Though. Yeah, it, it's not. It's not bi-directional. Okay. Okay. Um. So my other question, my second question, is who is undercutting me? Oh well, I am at the merch table for sure. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And that's you're the vet wanting to sell shirts, but Mike Jones over there, he's hitting up that merch table. Yeah, I have shirts with my own telephone number on it. <laughs> He's got shirts that he made himself. Right? <laughs> He's back there with a silk screen, dragging that paint at the ringside. Over at Two Hour Tees in Chicago, Illinois, <laughs> where Mike Jones is on the billboards all around the city. <laughs> right on. So all yeah, right. so you're... Uh... Are you undercutting him because you're jealous or just because he's an easy target? I want that money, baby. I'm yeah. undercutting everybody. <laughs> the fans don't know I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> to them, it's all jokes and comedy. Uh, right on. Okay. Uh, so those are two questions. We have a couple pieces, and we'll move on from there. So, Mike Jones, go ahead and pick 
One okay, Mike Jones, comedical wrestler, who's really a piece of shit backstage because <laughs> he wants all the money. Uh, who, I, you know, who thinks I'm a waste of roster slot? Who thinks I'm a waste of this roster slot? I do. Oh, I oh, do. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Because he doesn't stand for anything real. Mm-hmm. I'm just making jokes. He's just making jokes. He's punching down. He's not punching up. Your satire is misdirected. <laughs> you were in one shitty comedy with Jimmy Fallon. And now you're salty. <laughs> and my jokes are I landing. I have an Oscar, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right so you uh, put a one next to uh, me done. Okay, and then who who's asking me for tips to add something fresh to their act? Remember, I'm uh, I'm the jokester of the team here. Mm-hmm. Who's asking me for tips to add good, something good. fresh? Uh, it's it's either you or me, Jim. I know. Go for it if are you, you want to. Wait, it's, sorry. Are you sure that Satan is not asking for tips? <laughs> just want to make sure. Oh, man, that's just, also very funny. Just want to make sure. Sell more merch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how can I get souls? <laughs> Is it is it Satan six sixteen? No, it's six six six. Come on, you just that's put a colon between the six and the six six. It will be. Yeah. That's, an, that's an easy. One. This that is six six sixty nine. Easy dad jokes. <laughs> just throwing that out there, but no. But what do you what do you guys? Oh think? boy, yeah. I mean, that's that's a that's a tough. That's a very real point. That's also a tough call. That's also very funny. <laughs> you know, Jim, I'll give it to you. I gotta give it. All right, I'll I take it then. It yes, absolutely. There's so much I could add to your scrub persona. <laughs> <laughs> I like that what he's got mean, like. It's, I've got boots. I've got a shirt. I'm in the ring. What else is Have there? Have we wrestling? not been doing been doing anything with the cereal uh, <laughs> angle? <laughs> have an entire cereal gimmick already just yeah, right. waiting there. <laughs> you are the captain. Yeah, but I don't really <laughs> like breakfast cereal. I don't, yeah, I don't care for I breakfast don't cereal. Like breakfast. I don't even like breakfast I that much. Mostly grape nuts, guys. <laughs> Rather That's a where you're going savory wrong. start to the day. That's just where you're going two wrong. Two scoops ahead, Raisin Graham. Right on, right on. Okay. Uh, so it's more me bringing tips to you and me in my head thinking like, oh, he's asking me for advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so we're up to me now. Um, let's sure see. Are. Who thinks they're too important to work with me? Satan. Of Satan. course he does. <laughs> Satan's I got a very real job so well, and you won't do it. Satan's got a real job outside the ring that yeah. he's got to do. Collecting souls and making God look bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Satan is just like... That's that that just means Satan's just like a petty bitch. And moonlights as a pro wrestler. Yeah, he's just like constantly posting screenshots of their text with God. It's a messy I bitch. I love that you're a legitimate drama. heel to God. That is phenomenal. The original heel face. Also, I feel there should be buzzers for this part of the game. <laughs> We're buzzing in. The idea. Who's the heat? Yeah. I usually bring like a microphone prop for people to do promos and stuff, but we already had that covered, so I'm yeah. all out of props. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who is trying to get management on my side? Who thinks there's real money here with Bob? No one. <laughs> you know, it's got to be cool, Dad. Yeah, I know. It's got to be cool, well, Dad. He's your protege. Exactly. Yeah. So, protege. So. I have a little stake in him, too, though. Ooh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, a merch take. So, okay. Um, if you want to go for it, I uh, mean, what's what's? The, can I just go get heat with everyone? What's going on yeah, here? You can, yeah, you can get. Uh, yeah, you can get heat with whatever combination of people we end up with from this. So, well, he's 
have you have do you have anything with him going on? You do that. I, I know, yeah, I'm already protege. He's already my protege, so it's like already tied in. Either one of y'all. It's, we, we, it's we've each got one with each Honestly, on I'll save it because I definitely want to get one of Satan's slots <laughs> and to tie into me and Latifah. So, uh, all right. Yeah. What was okay, the question so, again? I so, forgot. So <laughs> the question was, who was always trying to get management on my side? So as as well as uh, give, giving me the unsolicited advice, you're legitimately yeah. trying. Well, to- because I assume that my advice is the best, and I want management to realize how great my advice is. Right. And I'm going to be like mm-hmm. management. Who do you think is booking this guy? Put me on the creative team. Give me that double payday, baby. You, if you can make something out of Bob, then mm, yeah. that's right. <laughs> it's smooth sailing from there on. Is Everyone else is easy. Is your real like plus? Is that you're the the plus three because you're just the backstage politic? That's, <laughs> that's all you do. Maybe that's the destination for this character. Yeah. How do you think I've made it so far in wrestling so far? <laughs> Nineteen years as a pro wrestler. Uh, awesome. So there we go. That's uh, me. Mike Jones is on your side. Mike Jones. Satan now? Now it's Satan's now turn. Now Satan? Who are All Satan's right. friends? Um, who's <laughs> terrified of Satan backstage? Uh, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get you with everybody? In, per- no, in particular. In particular. Yeah. And so the backstage, so that implies not necessarily as a character thing, but like legit. Real. Yeah, like I don't want to, you know, interact with him or fuck with him or whatever. I'll do it. Yeah, I'm scared of Satan. <laughs> Fair. Just like as a person. <laughs> you don't have a lot to like relate. No. There's not a lot in common. We came from different worlds. <laughs> I mean, I almost said Satan was from Hell, Michigan. Uh, yeah. Which then it would have a lot in common. Yeah. <laughs> I think just Hell will work. Um, let's see. Who's made Satan look weak? Uh, that's cool, Dad. <laughs> You're just quoting scripture to, to Satan. In the Teen Rebellion match, Cool Dad versus Satan. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So did you did you beat him in a high profile match? Or? I think I think it is a high profile match that I beat him. I think Satan summoned some of his demons during the match, so it wasn't like it was an asymmetrical match and still won. You grounded yeah. them. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. That. Go to your That's room. It. Yeah, I put him in his room. Which just is... wait until the Inferno match, though. He said Satan to his room. I think, like, I, like, I bled a pentagram onto the arena and banished him back to hell. <laughs> Mid-match. And then Bob did something stupid and somehow, like, released me from my head. Whoa! What's up in his blood here? <laughs> they keep accidentally releasing Satan from hell. <laughs> It was just another cereal box, really, yeah. if we're being honest. That's how they write you off and bring you back. It's like, yeah. oh, he's been banished. Oh, Bob let him out again. <laughs> when you go for tour for six months with your band. Right? Right. Yeah. He's banished me to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> so do I mark the heat for that, or that's Satan marking heat? Satan marks heat for that. Okay. So yeah. you have one heat with, all right, mean Latifah. Yes. Who did I have to kick the shit out of to show how badass I am? Damn. I mean, probably Cool Dad. Cool Dad. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. You gotta take down your dad. When you like first came on the scene, kind of. Yeah, yeah, that was my first big win. Was beating Cool Dad. <laughs> and then my other one is: with whom do I have a reluctant alliance? Oh boy, Ooh, that would be fun if it was Satan. Satan terrified of him, but you have a reluctant reliance yeah. alliance as well. <laughs> well, yeah, right? like we're both you don't want to work with him, but like we have to. That's the storyline. Yeah, that you guys. Yeah, and we're both heels, so we're probably like trying to get each other's storylines going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I like it. All right. 
I just like her. I think she's sassy. <laughs> I mean, Tic-Tac-Toe is just a very simple but great game. <laughs> There's decades of century in the simple game. All right. Uh, so the final step is, in addition to this heat that we've just generated, the heels all have one heat with each of our baby faces. So you three go ahead and add one to, to both Cool Dad and uh, Mike Jones. Who? And if I already had... If I already had a heat with Cool Dad, now I have two heat? Correct. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ready. vice versa. People want to see that match. <laughs> each of you add one with, with each of uh, the three heels. And what's the max number of heat? Four. Mean, Four. Satan. Halfway there, Dad. And who else is? I'm a oh, heel. Bob is Bob, a heel. Bob's a heel. Bob's a heel? Somehow. Bob's a heel. Oh, Bob's a heel. I thought Bob was not a heel. No, Bob's a heel. He's a. You'd think that you would feel for him, but he's right. too much of a jerk. Well, yes. he's like he's he's that Roman Reigns style. Like he's booked as a face. Everybody should like him. He's a fan who's come into the arena and like dream come true. But he can't pull it off. <laughs> he cannot he pull off do getting it. Destroyed by Satan every night somehow. <laughs> nice. Um, My favorite thing is Satan just has no problem with Bob. <laughs> 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 We're cool. Yeah. Well, that's why you guys work together so well. There's no like the thing with heat is that during the game you're going to look for opportunities uh, to get, to raise your heat with someone because when you have four with them and you wrestle a match, you will gain audience whether you win or lose or whatever else happens. It's just the fact that everyone wants to see you fight. You fight. You get the you know you get the pop. Audience loves you. Wants to see more. That's the the, the core little cycle. So. Uh, so starting off at two is very good. It means you're, as you said, you're halfway there. In one session, we might not expect to see everyone hit four. One or two people might. We'll see how it goes. I was just finishing. Uh, we're living on a prayer that you started. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, how many weeks of shows do we expect to play? Like, I don't know how quick it plays. So what we're going to do today uh, is going to be one episode. Okay, so we're just getting one episode. Yeah, okay. cool. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a this is a pretty standard size, I guess, for the game. Is that the first time you play, you can make characters. We'll play kind of a brief episode, and that has a couple matches and a couple backstage segments, and kind of shows off how it works, so people get comfortable. Um, and that works for like a convention demo or a one shot. And then if you're going to play a longer game, this is the the kickoff point. And then creative has some some. Uh, support for deciding like all right where do i want to go from here what are the feuds how do we go forward to do additional episodes as we keep going one shot i get it (laughs) (laughs) um i'm just loving your journey (laughs) not even like not in the game just as a man right now i'm loving it me just opening my everything's (laughs) we're just trying to get everyone to open up and Mm-hmm. Accept new experiences and then punch each other in the face. <laughs> yes, that's the next step. That's the, yes. the logical conclusion. Right, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So at this point, I am going to figure out the show. I'm going to go ahead and book our card. I booked the show. I decided what I wanted to see and what I think will be entertaining for our listening audience. And I also made some some decisions about our promotion, so we kind of have some context to start playing. Uh, so we our promotion is. Northeast Revolution Pro or NERP. That's a gaming reference for non-gamers out there. Why, <laughs> Why are you staring right at me? <laughs> the, the table was oddly silent. <laughs> so yeah, Northeast Revolution Pro. Uh, so we, my, my mental image here is, you know, kind of a regional 
indie that does tour through kind of like basketball size arenas um, through the Northeast. So our show tonight will be coming from the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait. An independent that does the Dunkin' Donuts Center? This is a fictional universe where <laughs> wrestling is the most important thing. Right. But, and that's a small house. Well, it's not It's not a full house. Let's put it that way. But I'm just saying it's a small arena in this world where, mm-hmm. like, the number one, mm-hmm. the corporate one is selling out, like, sure. like Grant Park. <laughs> they, <laughs> paved, <laughs> they paved over Indianapolis, the city's a venue now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Makes sense. Mid-tier venue. Yeah, it's a mid-tier, <laughs> mid-tier venue. venue. <laughs> Is it a Judge Dread dystopian future thought, where right. entire city blocks? I thought it would be. I thought it would be fun to have con- a little more utopian context for big, future, I believe. for big entrances and like lights and pyro and stuff like that. So on I'm this upgrading in, on this indie budget with yeah. the big <laughs> upgrade pyro. Okay. I mean, is there a better? Is there a smaller public? venue that'd be appropriate for Providence? I actually don't really know. I've I wrestled in Providence many a times. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've wrestled, I don't know what it's called. Maybe like, maybe like the, <laughs> but the, the Brown University Performing Arts Center. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bob, or the Miskatonic oh, U. No, we're not, no, we're not gonna. I love that one because then Bob's legitimately like, mm-hmm. uh, a mile and a half down the street at the actual Dunkin' Donuts nice. trying to find production. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> also, is this a thing we're allowed to do in role playing games? Just like tell the, the yeah. head dude oh, yeah. what's, hey, this is what's happening. Yeah. No, no, it's good because so here we're, as a as a bunch of gamers, we're benefiting from your like actual knowledge of this stuff that we just kind of have a you know a weird yeah. Sense but of. you're the master. But my job I'm here, submissive to you. <laughs> my job here is to incorporate everyone's like feedback and thoughts and kind of put it together so that we're all you know on board and having a good time. So you're not like doing something weird. Mm. This is valuable. Like I said, I am on board for Colt's journey today. (laughs) (laughs) Finding out he can stand up for himself, like the height of his intelligence. I love it. So there we go. I like this, I like this, this, uh, refocusing though. So we're still Northeast Revolution Pro. NERP, but we're coming to you from the Brown University Performing Arts Center. <laughs> they, had to move of... the, they had to move the set for our town. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, someone, I mean, there's people on the faculty that might be involved with the like promotions, you know, management and, yeah. uh, and students were selling tickets. Exactly. Yeah, they got like X amount of tickets. There's some, yeah, there's wrestling some interns with like a cheat stage. Are we wrestling on a thrust? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what's happening? No, right it's now? a black box. So it's, it's configured. A box, okay, it's yeah. a black box, but it's big. It's, it's not big, like 12 yeah, people. Yeah. 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 And like, this is also may or may not be part of someone's senior it's, thesis. It's definitely standing room only. It's definitely yeah. standing room only. There's oh, yeah. no seats, no bleachers. Mm-hmm. There's I love some, it. yeah, there's, there's premium, there's front row seats, which are actual seats in a row. Oh, no, so and then everything shop, else right? yeah. is, uh, yeah. Bleachers right. are standing. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you look up theater in the round, you see the cockpit in London, <laughs> England. And I actually got Revolution Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I got them that venue because, uh, Ooh. yeah, so. Um, that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> I too have done theater in the round yeah. at the Illinois High School Stage mm. Theater Fair. <laughs> Is there wrestling there now? <laughs> I don't think so. No. I would like to book a company. Yeah. <laughs> got connections. If you got connections, um, herp. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, there. This. So our our company here. Um, is live streaming these events, uh, and they're also available for, you know, download post, uh, post event. So there is a viewing audience out on the internet who is, you know, watching the, watching the stream, uh, in addition to our live audience for the show. Um, 
And this particular event is a landmark event because it's going to be the first ever contract in a box, uh, I pay per view <laughs> show, whatever we call them. If anyone has a good suggestion for names, um, and of course that has nothing to do with the song on Saturday Night Live that they sang. There's a this is a it's a young crew that may not have uh, as much cultural relevance. Okay. <laughs> Some of uh, those things, yeah. I, there are many jokes backstage, however, uh, of the in a box connection. Perfect, yeah, uh, and that is available to you all as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, there is going to be a a uh, contract for the NERP heavyweight championship uh in a cereal box that is going to be uh bouncing around during the show and the idea is that you all want it because who doesn't want to be champion i like that it's bouncing around it's not hanging from anything (laughs) they put a toad in it and it's just (laughs) it's going to be moving around by by hooker by crook uh, through the events of play um so yeah so what we're going to do to warm up is uh now that you have that in mind, we're going to go around the table. Everyone will cut a cut a promo in character. Um, after this, there's going to be a die roll associated with it to see how well the promo goes over with the audience. But this won't have mechanics. This is just to get everyone kind of into their character and, and, and ready to go. Does anyone Would anyone like to start? Uh, is there a direction that we're supposed to go with the promo that you'd like us to... to- the direction is uh, you you want to win this contract. Uh, you know it's going to be here. You're not, it's a contract with the title. The, the it's, it's a contract to challenge uh, for the championship. Okay. Who's the Who is the champion? Do we know? That's a great question. So we know who to direct mm-hmm. our promo to. It's in the book. There is a a catalog of example wrestlers in the book mm. for just such occasions where you just need to like pull a name out of a hat. Bolt Banana. <laughs> <laughs> the current NERP heavyweight champion. Uh, is Dr. Moreau. Dr. Moreau! Who is a, uh, he comes out in different animal masks, uh, at different (laughs) times. He used to work in, you know, uh, uh, more famous companies, and this is kind of the downswing of his career, but he, uh, has some legitimate background, and so he he came in and was immediately made the champion. He once choke slammed somebody so hard they were a badger for a week. <laughs> His finisher is he uh, puts a mask on them of the animal that he's transformed them into. Mm, fair. So he's the current NERP heavyweight. So like champion. an opposite of Lucha Libre sort of thing. There, he puts a mask <laughs> exactly, on you, yeah. and you, you you change. So yeah, the the general <laughs> idea, like kind of the tone for a lot of this stuff, is more like say Lucha Underground than uh, you know. WWE at this point. We can be fantastical. Booze, booze. <laughs> <laughs> we we can be fantastical. We can come up with stuff that like maybe the production side doesn't make sense, but whatever. We'll just roll with it. Uh, cause this is all our, pr- the, the production budget of our imagination is unlimited. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So is that enough to, yeah. to go for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any volunteers? Uh, sure. All right. <laughs> you have you've made a choice, sir. Uh, it's me, uh, Mike Jones from uh, from Edinburgh, not from Schomburg, Illinois. <laughs> uh, as the Dale, right? Uh, some people say, "Yeah, Mike, you sound a little Australian." Uh, maybe you, you with a twang of uh, Reading, uh, London, in there, and you don't know the uh, official. 
uh, slang uh, of Edinburgh, but you're wrong because Cole Cabana and Mike and Brennan Burns are going to be there at the Fringe <laughs> August 5th through the 27th, and I'm going to make sure that I'm able to get there by getting into this box, pulling out the contract, and becoming the number one contender and becoming the champion of Northeast Revolution Pro Wrestling. I am Mr. Nerp. I will be Mr. Nerp. Nerp. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Who wants to follow that up? Well, sure, why not? I'm <laughs> looking at you. It's, it's, it's a different direction. Um, uh, hi, everyone. I'm, I'm Bob. And, and they pushed me out here and they told me that I needed to talk to you about the fact that I want to win a contract and it's in a box. And this contract that resides in this box is the thing that I should have. And the reason that I should have it is because it's the thing that would make me a wrestler. The boom gets in the shot. (laughs) (laughs) I actually think this may be a good opportunity for me because, well, I've come close. I've had many close victories in in my career. Um, And I've, I've almost been there. And to win this particular contract doesn't require me to pin anyone, merely to open a box with something in it, which I feel is very appropriate for my skill set. So I'm I'm very hopeful that I will be your new uh contract in a box champion. Thank you very much. And Mike Jones would have so much to say for that. <laughs> Let me I gotta teach you all. all right. We'll talk about it later. I'm realizing that the, the, the barrier of communication is clearly the language difference. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, the the intern uh you know turns off their their phone that they're periscoping your promo. Has to go charge it before the next thing. I am Satan. <laughs> I have defeated God the Father <laughs> for over 2,000 years. <laughs> Does anybody really think Cool Dad is going to take on Satan? Me, I do, I do. Shut up, kid. <laughs> no one is going to be able to defeat Satan. Not Mean Latifah, not Bob, not Mike Strong, not Cool Dad. Satan killed Jesus. <laughs> it's canonical and nerp. <laughs> well, it's a good thing that Satan doesn't know my name. <laughs> oh, what, Mike Jones? <laughs> oh shit, Satan's on to me. I have a big list here. But like I said, Satan's killed Jesus and he's going to kill the competition. Mike drop. What's up, nerps? (laughs) Where my nerps at? (sighs) Yeah, that's right. It's the bad bitch in charge, the head bitch in charge. Mean Latifah is coming to the ring this Friday night for the Contract in a Box Championship. Now, I know there's a lot of competitors out there. There's a lot of chumps trying to get that box. But you know there's only one competitor that actually has a box, (laughs) and it's Mean Latifah. So I'm just trying to get what's already mine. You think I'm scared of Mike Jones? Mike Jones? Like a literal clown baby? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pick him up and put him in a baby Bjorn. That's how much of a baby Mike Jones is. And you think I'm scared of Cool Dad? You think I'm scared of Cool Dad? I don't even know my dad! 
Queen Mean Latifah <laughs> coming to the ring this Friday night. Your nerps are there. <laughs> where, where are the nerps at? They're they're there on Friday. Where are my nerps that's at? Where they, that's where they are. Cool Dad's been around a while. <laughs> cool Dad has been wrestling for decades. Cool Dad knows how to be a champion. That's getting in a ring with another performer and wrestling them until they are on the floor counted out. It's not opening a box. You can't win a championship by opening a box. That's Satan's game. <laughs> That's Satan's game. You can't open a box and become a NERP champion. That's the sort of thing that Bob would do. Cool Dad is going to get in that arena Friday, and he is going to wrestle. I don't need a championship if it comes from a box. What I need is my opponent on the ground and perhaps banished back to the underworld. <laughs> Remember, Cool Dad has two rules. A well-wrestled match is a good match. And do not touch the thermostat. <laughs> uh, with that, Cool Dad opens a beer and the feed cuts before he drinks it because it's not legal to show it on the commercial. Oh. Don't make me turn this wrestling ring around. <laughs> well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry. We'll be back next week with more worldwide wrestling. In the meantime, I encourage everyone to check out our Kickstarter for our new actual play project, The Dungeon Dome. The Dungeon Dome combines the style of professional wrestling with the storytelling power of Dungeons & Dragons. You'll be able to watch teams of fantasy heroes battle each other in a gladiatorial arena for wealth and glory in an interactive actual play experience. If you're not sold on the Dungeon Dome already, check the show notes for a link to our YouTube page where we've archived our previous broadcast of Dungeon Dome matches. The Dungeon Dome will be streamed on Twitch, and it will be available for anyone to watch. But only backers get access to podcast versions of Dungeon Dome episodes, high-quality videos on demand, and the ability to incorporate their ideas into the Dungeon Dome story. The Dungeon Dome will be funding from now through August 8th, and the earlier you back, the better we'll do. In the meantime, if you're looking for other great one-shot shows, check out System Mastery. System Mastery follows Jeff and John as they scour the bargain bins of game stores across the country to bring you up-to-the-decade reviews of failures and secret successes of RPG history. You can find episodes Thursday nights at 9 after an all-new Becker, or more likely at System Mastery Podcast. Com. Be sure to keep up with the latest one-shot podcast streams over at twitch.tv slash one-shot-rpg. On Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m., we'll be doing a new episode of Welcome to Warda, and on Wednesday at 8 p.m., we'll be doing a new episode of our board game stream. All of that is Central Time and at twitch.tv slash one-shot-rpg. I want to thank everyone who signed up to support our Patreon during our Patreon drive. OneShot is currently trying to hit 7500 a month by our anniversary coming up in mid-August. If we can do that, we'll be releasing another Feng Shui game as our anniversary series. The next chapter in our Inspector Jackie series. It's already been recorded and it is waiting for you to unlock. All we need to do is hit 7500 a month by mid-August. And believe me, we are close. 
just a little bit more than $250 a month to go. If you want to be a part of that, head over to patreon.com slash one shot podcast. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. Unbelievably, I'm talking about healthcare again this week, but I want this one to be a more hopeful note. Republicans have repeatedly tried and failed to repeal and replace the ACA with a healthcare law of their own. And clearly, there are still enough voices out there that are not satisfied with the ACA in its current form. So what I'm asking my listeners to do this week is to call their representatives and encourage them to start working on a bipartisan solution. Now, if you're intimidated about the prospect of contacting a representative or don't know where to start when expressing your feelings about this issue, you can head to fivecalls.org, a website that I use every day to make calls to my representatives. They have issue summaries, contact information for your representative, and scripts to read while you're on the phone to make sure you get your point across. If our representatives aren't doing what we want, it's up to us to push them in that direction. One Shot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find a new show, check out I Disagree But. Whitaker Trebella and Bryce Pulse tackle some of life's most frivolous arguments and fiercely try to teach each other why they're right. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. One Shot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! Okay.